To ring in the new year on the Drum Shuffle podcast, Jamie Eads talks with one of the best drummers alive, Marco Miniman. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts, thedrumshuffle.com, jamieeads.com, J-A-M-I-E-E-A-D-S.com. You want me to get out? You get out. Do you smell almonds? Nice mustache. You don't know what my breath smells like. Chest pass through him. I'm very excited about that. I'm also very nervous. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. All right. From the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 14, Texas. Follow me on Instagram, UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, follow me on Twitter, at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know. You're on the Facebook, I'm still there. Just plug it along on Facebook. Find the podcast page on Facebook, hit the blue thumb. Follow it there. UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com is the email address. Send me an email. I'll read it. West Virginia loses to Texas in Austin, 61-54, in front of a uh, indifferent crowd. <laughs> it never ceases to amaze me when West Virginia goes on the road in the Big 12. Outside of Iowa State and Kansas, and I'm just really talking to the to the Texas teams, they do not care about basketball. You look out in the crowd, the, the stadium or the Coliseum or whatever, your arena is half full, it looks like. Everybody's sitting. It's um it's sad. No student section. I don't know if schools back in in Texas or not. I guess it wasn't. Uh so they really love their foot they really love their football in Texas. That's accurate. And they the Cowboys were playing, so that may, may have had something to do with the crowd. But uh, not a lively crowd. But Texas wins. And that's not the news. The news is, after the game, Bob Huggins, in his post-game comments on the radio, I believe, and this is reported by multiple people on Twitter, Huggins said, quote, uh, Nobody thought you'd lose sags for the year. That's a terrible... I don't even know what voice that was. I apologize. Uh, that sounded more like... <laughs> a slowed down Yoda? I don't know. Nobody thought you'd lose sacks for the year, me say. Um, either Huggins let out news that he wasn't supposed to, or he's just loose with his words. But he basically said that Kanate's out for the year. So, by the next podcast, I'll give you clarification on that. But if Kanate's out, that changes everything. This can totally be the year before the year that we're going to be good again. And everybody can embrace that and accept that. I mean, I can. Better. Because in the offseason... Kanate goes to the draft combine for the NBA. He may leave. 
He says he's coming back, and I throw a party on this podcast. I was very excited because I didn't think we was going to be as good this year as we were last year. But I thought the drop-off would be just smaller with Kanate like he was last year. Kanate, when we've had him this season, you can tell his knee is bothering him. Now he's on gigantic crutches. And if he's out for the year, then take away the party and you just say, okay, develop all the new guys this year and let's see what we've got in 2019-2020. So... We can get there. And I want to, I actually want to embrace that. You know, I do. I said this in the last episode when I was furiously mad and almost apparently woke up my family because I was talking so loud in the pantry. Um, but the problem is, or that's a good problem to have. Derek Culver is really good at basketball. Derek Culver in his fourth game. His second in the Big 12 scores 17 points and 9 rebounds and no herky-jerky, you know, running like a, a newborn deer out there. He looks like a strong, developed player. He's getting offensive rebounds, just jumping straight up to get a rebound and then putting it back, doing some post moves. Now, his only bad thing is that he threw a ball 95 miles an hour out of bounds. That, But he's, it's, it's his fourth game. My point is, Derek Culver is really good and he'd be even better if he wasn't suspended for the first 12 games of the year or however many first 10 games. But look out. <laughs> because now, I mean, it's still all, it's still for all the marbles the next game, Kansas State. Now, if they lose that, then we go in full, see what we've got for next year mode uh but they west virginia you lose games in the big 12 on the road they didn't have a lead in the second half this game but they hung close and you know a few a few things here or there west virginia could be even closer But I don't feel bad losing this game, and the outlook of this season is much brighter with Derek Culver doing what he's doing. We'll talk more about this game and random thoughts coming up. We've all been in this situation. You want to play your Atari 2600 console... You've played all the games. You've played basketball where you can shoot the ball up through the net and back in and it counts as a point. You've played Breakout. You've played River Raid. You've played all the fun games, but you need something to spice it up. Where in the world are you going to get a new Atari 2600 cartridge? You're not going to get it at Macy's. You're not going to get it at Walmart. 
you could have got it this weekend at Woody's Goodies. St. Albans location, they have a Marmette location, but on their Facebook page, they showed a picture of Casino for the Atari 2600, reasonably priced, discount deal. You can find selections like this and more that changes all the time. Get the Woody's goodies and tell them Josh Witt sent you. Well, don't tell them that. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Let's break down the game. Texas shot 50% for the game. So it's hard to win the game when the home team shoots 50%. West Virginia played good defense. Both can be true. Texas shot 50% and West Virginia played good defense. However, West Virginia did not play good defense in the first half. Texas shot 57% and a majority of their made shots came from shots two feet from the rim. (laughs) And it was maddening. That's where you miss Kanate. When Kanate's in the game and healthy, two-foot shots, the number of them drops down drastically, and the ones that are shot, the percentage of those going in goes down drastically. And as good as Culver's been, he's not a shot blocker. Not yet. And so Texas, over and over again in the first half, got to the rim and made a close shot. And so if you point to anything from this game where West Virginia can point to the reason that they lost, it's because they gave up uh, what felt like 100 layups in the first half. Also, this new thing where West Virginia is starting people that don't score the ball. (laughs) I mean, I'm all for having a strong bench and getting a lot of bench points. But once again, the starting five for this game, and it's it's another new starting five, but they only scored 13 points. And three of those players didn't score. Tavon Horton, who's a walk-on, and started because Huggins said he was at practice before everybody else, so he got the start. He did not score. He only played the first two minutes and then sat down. So no points from him. Logan Rout did not score. Played minimal minutes. And Jermaine Haley uh, took care of the ball. Didn't score. So three of your starting five scored zero points. Your second best scorer so far this season, Lamont West, 0 for 4, 0 points. Chase Harler started multiple games. He didn't score. So how how many am I up to now? That's five players that played in the game that had 0 points. (laughs) And a lot of them had substantial minutes to score points. So that's a problem because West Virginia is not press Virginia anymore. We can go ahead and and stop that. But you can still win basketball games if you shoot 40%. You have a hard time winning. 
if you're not turning the ball over. And so you got to make more shots. If you're playing better half-court defense and you hold a team to 61 points, you gotta you gotta shoot better, and you have to have players. This is a this is not a hot take. This is just how it works. You have to have players that are playing substantial minutes score more than zero points. <laughs> uh, Brandon Napper suspended for this game. Found that out uh, a little bit before the game. Did not make the trip to Texas, so don't know what's going on there. But just another. You know, just add another goofy thing to this season, right? Injuries. Kanate may be out for the season. Culver suspended at the beginning of the year. And now Napper's out. I don't know how long that suspension's going to be. But, you know, just throw in a suspension. Let's just have all sorts of... Let's just have a laundry list of things I can point to at the end of the year of all the weird stuff that happened this year. Maybe Napper spent the night at the doghouse, that fancy doghouse that Huggins has. The second half, West Virginia never had the lead, but they cut it to two and three and one multiple times, but couldn't get over the hump. And they couldn't get over the hump because of growing pains. Inexperienced players doing inexperienced things. Andrew Gordon... West Virginia's down two. He gets it at the foul line. And one time, he dribbles towards the rim, which don't dribble, Andrew Gordon. (laughs) You're my favorite player. I don't want you dribbling. I want you dunking the ball and trying to sway the backboard. And you did have a dunk this game, which I enjoyed. But when you get it at the foul line, definitely pass it. Don't dribble towards the rim. Because it hasn't worked out this year. And then another time, Gordon took a jumper from the foul line. With like 15, 20 seconds left on the shot clock. And he was wide open. So maybe he makes that shot in practice. I haven't seen him make that make that shot in a game. So again, pass the ball. And then when you get two feet close to the rim and... A miracle happens where somebody gives you the ball two feet close to the rim. Shoot it there. But that does not get you a tied ball game. It keeps you down two. Another time West Virginia was down two, Derek Culver threw that fastball towards the WVU bench. And then West Virginia had chances getting it close and it was working pretty well having a 2-3 zone towards the end of the game. The problem is Texas scored on offensive rebounds because you give those up when you when you play a zone. And so West Virginia had it down one, give up an offensive rebound putback, and then later on one of the Texas players dribbles a bunch and then makes a three late in the shot clock, and that seals the game. And... When that guard shoots that shot, he's not a good outside shooter, but he shoots that shot in Austin, Texas, in front of his bench, and it goes in, and shots like that go in when you're the home team. That guy does not make that shot in the same situation in Morgantown, I don't think. So you just... That was that was the dagger that ended the game. But again, not angry. 
And oh, now if West Virginia had over twenty turnovers again, oh, they only had twelve. Thank goodness, because this podcast. I don't know why people enjoy listening to this podcast, but tell me if you'd enjoy this, because I think I still might do it if West Virginia has over 20 turnovers again, but let me give you a sample of what the podcast would have been. I don't even think I would have done an introduction. If they had 20 turnovers this game, here's what the podcast would have sounded like. From the from the jump, let me just give you a sneak preview of what the podcast is going to sound like when West Virginia turns the ball over over 20 times. Stop turning the ball over. Don't turn the ball over. Hold the ball. Keep it away from the other team. Do you see the team with a different colored jersey, do not give them the ball. Protect the ball. You are a mommy polar bear. The ball is your cub. Be a good mommy polar bear. Protect your cub. I'm already annoyed. but that's what the podcast would be so I'm just warning I'm giving you a sneak preview of what the podcast is going to be so and I'll let you know in the in the breakdown the podcast description that of what's going to happen so you can skip that one (laughs) but and it's just going to be for me but I definitely have that waiting in the wings so thank you West Virginia for not Turning the ball over over 20 times. Maximum preach. Final thoughts coming up. Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. This is a family-owned, veteran-owned company. Full-service graphic shop. They make custom designs for every job that they work on. One of those custom designs was the logo for Unreasonable Doubt. They created that logo, took my input, made something I really love. You'll love the work they do for you. No design fees, no screen fees, and they can put your design on over 1 million promotional products. Do you want your logo on a Rubik's Cube? Dyer Prime can help. Do you want your design on a back of a skateboard? I don't know if they can do that, but call or text them to find out. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web, dyerprime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com, or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. I want to give a shout out to Trey Dooms. Trey Dooms is on... West Virginia's basketball team. He has not played this season. Huggins is going to redshirt Trey Dooms, meaning go to classes this year, practice with the team, travel with the team, but not play any this season. And so that means he has four seasons of eligibility 
starting next year. I don't know why that's happening. Huggins has made that decision. Dooms seems to be handling it well. That's all well and good, okay? Here's the part that I notice and enjoy each game. Is that when you're warming up for the game, West Virginia has warm-up gear. Like you've got a shirt that you can wear over your jersey and then pants you can wear over the shorts. Not a lot of guys are wearing warm-up pants, okay? But I'm sure that's available if somebody wanted to wear that. Trey Dooms does not need an overshirt. (laughs) Trey Dooms has got his jersey on, and that's it. And if he's going to play, he's ready to go. Minimal chance he's getting in the game. But his game jersey is on, and he's ready to go at any moment's notice. That's not going to (laughs) happen. But he's in. And I love that. It... He has as much a chance getting into the game as I do. And I'm wearing, when I went to the games, uh, some jeans and a t-shirt. And Trey Dooms could wear the exact same get-up. And he's not. He's wearing his game jersey. And he's wearing it proud. And so, Trey Dooms, I salute you. You're not supposed to play this year, but if... Something happens to multiple players. You don't have to take off a warm-up shirt. You're ready to go. And I salute you for that. And I see you. And I respect the decision. They're giving they're giving you a jersey to wear. Wear the jersey. Right? <laughs> uh, thank you, Trey Dooms. I see what you're doing. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Anchor.fm, Google, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, CastBox. Wherever you listen, subscribe to the podcast. Rate it five stars. Leave a review. Those are nice things to do. And I appreciate it ahead of time. Unreasonable Doubt t-shirts. Contact me. Give me money. I'll give you a t-shirt. People are getting t-shirts. They're sharing them on social media. Very exciting. The next game for WVU is Wednesday, 7 p.m. ESPNU in Manhattan, Kansas against Kansas State. And if West Virginia loses this game... Then we go to, let's see what we've got for next year mode. And if they win this game, then I keep <laughs> I keep expectations for West Virginia making some kind of postseason tournament. Kansas State is without Big 12 preseason player of the year, Dean Wade. And Kansas State, like us, is 0-2 in the Big 12. So neither team wants to be 0-3. Both teams have a lot to play for. And for me, 
This is the second time this year where I'm all in. You lose, I stop caring as much about this season. You win, I'm still committed to what we're going to do at the end of this season. So we'll see what happens. Tune in to the game on ESPNU and then listen to this podcast afterwards. Until then, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt, WVU for the 2018-19 season. Ugh, is it eight and six?